Hello and welcome. It is Sunday, April 17th. I'm Nicole DeVell, founder of Oracle City and your host of the Oracle City Lunar Lifestyle Podcast. We are always looking at the dance of this interesting orb (laughs) that loves in the sky. I say that because it was a full moon in Libra yesterday and typically all of the ceremonies and events that I do are inside and then you know, when the events are over, I go home and I actually sometimes just forget to look up. And it was so beautiful last night. I'm always so captivated by um, the cosmos, like just absolutely stunning. So if you ever get a chance to see a full moon when it's full, it's quite captivating. I really, really encourage it. And did you know that there are people in the world that moon bathe and they will just lay outside (laughs) wherever it's a comfortable temperature and and just bask (laughs) in the moon the same way that we sunbathe um anyway it's just a small tidbit for you today the moon is sitting in scorpio every week we're looking at how luna moves through um the different zodiac signs we work on what is a 28 day cycle the first day of a new cycle is a new moon two weeks in it's a full moon and then two weeks after that we're back to a new moon cycle so in this podcast we're constantly helping you understand what is going on and how to use it to your advantage okay so the moon's in scorpio today and tomorrow being monday it is waning gibbous meaning that the moon has come to its full illumination point and the shadow of the sun for the next two weeks now will bring it back and cover it dark Uh, over the next 14 days so waning gibbous the terms waxing means opening up the terms waning means closing and and putting the veil back on so the moon in Scorpio today and tomorrow is all about allowing what has come to the surface the learnings the teachings the knowings the culmination points the release the letting go the forgiveness moon in Scorpio says okay let's settle in with that deeply Scorpio is one for depth. It asks for truth. It asks for straightforwardness. It's no fluff. It's no games, right? It's it's really anchored. And when the moon is in Scorpio, it's a really great opportunity to sit with that. Um, I like to say intensity, but it's actually, it's actually, I don't know if it's intense or if it's just like all encompassing, right? And it holds you, it holds you in space and it says, okay, let's look at how are you feeling? Let's go deeper. Can you get into a saucy meditation? Can you really live in your creativity? Can you connect further with your partner? Can you have really rich conversations? Can you make extraordinary love? Can you enjoy indulgent food? Can you breathe deeply right moon and scorpio is is just a chance to connect to our death self our transformative self our rebirth process um scorpio moon is also you know really relating to our wealth our power and those concepts are yes quite evident we think wealth we think money we think power we think influence but you know how do we take the aspects of not letting the shadow run the show and say okay wealth is my people my community my family my work right like wealth just isn't dollars in your bank account it's like how rich do you feel by how you are living and power is not um, influence over people it's yo I know who I am I know how I feel 
I know what I'm working towards. I know how to hold my own. I know how to say what I need to say when I need to say it. I know how to work with my emotions. Like that's power. So how can we transform these ideas of wealth and power um, while the moon's in Scorpio for your greatest good? Because when we're comparing to what we believe is the societal norm, we will always feel like we're not quite where we're supposed to be. So allow the moon and Scorpio's themes to transform um, your vision and version of yourself, okay? <clears throat> then Tuesday and Wednesday, we had a new moon in Sagittarius. The great thing is, is that when you start to pay attention to this, you'll feel the shift. Like we're in a water sign right now. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, it'll shift into a fire sign and you will feel it if you pay attention. So we go into moon and Sag. Sag is all about confidence, bravado, larger than life expansion, ruled by Jupiter, um, it's quite philosophical. It's like the big adventure, the bigger plan, the bigger wisdom and Sagittarius energy is okay. Let's, you know, first of all, let's make sure that we're out in the world doing what we need to do, asking for what we want, you know, speaking our truth. Sagittarius is very honest. Um, and you can take these days to let's mind map what I really want. Let's journal about my, where my wisdom is actually at. Let's connect to what, what is my bigger picture? What is my big vision right now? And the more we practice this over and over and over again, you just get more connected to you. So if you constantly take time when the moon's in Sagittarius once a month to be like, what's the big vision? Where am I at? What's got to go? What's staying? You know, you just become a more refined thinking human being. So moon and Sag is also great days for presentations at work or having big conversations with, you know, your leaders or your boss, like using Sagittarius, Leo or Aries energy to get things done, to take action and to be confident and big in the world. Super, super helpful. Okay. So use those days for, for action and confidence really is what fire usually represents. <clears throat> hmm. Thursday and Friday, the moon will shift into Capricorn. Now, moon and Capricorn is a tough placement. I know a couple of people with moon and Capricorn and being a Capricorn, it's ruled by Saturn. Okay. And Saturn is the planet of discipline, of lessons, of boundaries. It rules the patriarch. It's, um, it's the inner authority and it's the inner father. So when the moon is in Capricorn, it, it really is about, and, it, and it's so business oriented, right? It's so big different from big vision Sagittarius it's like it's the CEO executive thinking it's like okay what is the strategic planning what do I need to do how do I need to take care of my finances how is this person working in my life here how is this person working in my life here how am I plotting my days so when the moon is in Capricorn you're encouraged to work with that energy I always find moon in Capricorn depending on kind of where you're at in life there's always a lesson to be learned I always find there's something I'm taught sometimes small, sometimes big and uncomfortable. Um, but when the moon's in Capricorn, we want to sit down and we want to look at our business. We want to, we want to kind of sit and have that inner authority and be like, okay, I'm going to get my shit together here. Let's get a little bit more organized. Virgo energy is better for organization. Capricorn energy is, is best for strategy and best for, um, what are all the inner workings of my world and my life business that I need to tend to and need to take care of. Moon and Capricorn is a really great day for tough conversations. Capricorn can do the tough things, make the tough moves, and also make tough decisions when necessary. So if you're kind of 
humming and hawing about something or you really feel like you do need to talk to someone or you know you're just struggling with something and you know that whatever feels tough or hard is actually the right way to go but you're just kind of held back do it on moon and capricorn because you'll have like the grounded earthy support to make it happen okay um yeah ruled by saturn so just sometimes like tougher days and that's what I have to say about that. I was going to continue, but I think that's enough. And then Sunday, we have the third quarter moon in Aquarius. So as I've spoken many times, 28-day cycle, first day of the cycle is a new moon. Then a weekend, we have what's called a first quarter. It's when the moon is illuminated in the sky. You can only see half of it. And then it'll be at its full growth, full moon, two weeks in. And then a week after that, at the third week, it's the third quarter. And first quarters and third quarters are sort of these points of tension, um, but don't think tension as like negative is just more pressure for growth, right? Like I love the quote always, pressure builds diamonds, and that's what pressure and tension does. It pushes us to our edge to understand our capacity. So third quarter moon in Aquarius after the full moon is sort of this like realization point of what you've learned over this cycle of... Aquarian represents revolutionary. It represents humanitarian. It's it's the, you know, it's the phil- philanthropy of the zodiac. It's very individually ruled, like it, it's also ruled by Saturn and Uranus. It's kind of like awkward and alien-like is how they like to describe Aquarians, but it really it's it rules the self, but it rules the self for everyone else. Okay? So moon in Aquarius is how can I think for for the people how can I think for humanity how can I what is my vision what am I working on what am I doing that's actually helping others so when we have a third quarter moon in Aquarius it's this space of I've just released what I needed to release or forgiven what I needed to forgiven or realize what I realized at the full moon. And now we're at the third quarter and it's the last little bit of shedding before we head into a new cycle. But because it's in Aquarius, it's like, okay, I'm shedding, but I'm not just shedding for me. I'm shedding for everyone else. So what is it that I'm just finally kind of moving, letting go of realizing and just like rinsing off in this cycle that's also helpful for everybody else? right? Our lessons that we're learning as individuals are not just for us. They're for a collective consciousness, right? So for example, something that I've learned in this cycle is faith and to come back to faith and to not lose faith and to know that everything that you're being challenged in is actually a part of your alchemy, your growth and development and for your expansion. And that's for everybody. That's for everybody. That's not just for me. So when I learn these things, How can I share them, teach them with others? Whatever you're learning, like to your truest core, how do you share and teach it to other people? So realizing that at the third quarter moon in Aquarius on Saturday, noticing it, seeing if you feel anything. Okay, and the moon will be in Aquarius on Sunday when we are back together next week. And um, yeah, I find Aquarian energy can be a little, I like the word jangly because it's like a little awkward, but very intellectual. So take that Sunday before you listen to our podcast again and uh, use your, your intellect. Take a Sunday morning and just read all morning or do some research on something you're really interested in. Like use that mental energy. Okay. 
Um, we had an incredible full moon and Libra ceremony last night. If you are in Toronto, Canada, we do full moon ceremonies, new moon ceremonies live together here in the city. You can go to oraclecity.ca and get tickets for that. We have this podcast every Sunday. Um, we have a course called the Lunar Playbook, which really discovers everything that's happening in the 28-day cycle. And um, if you look at all the episodes of the podcast, we are introducing something called Sober City Soundbites. I run some Sober Curious group programming which really highlights the relationship to alcohol for women. So if that's something of interest, you can check that out. Everything is at oraclecity.ca. Give us five stars on the podcast. If you're listening through Spotify, go to Oracle City Toronto on Instagram. So much love. Have an incredible weekend. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.